Today, all over the world, there are thousands of Sino-Soviet intelligence agents with money to burn, looking for unsuspecting targets for exploitation among members of our forces. saying what we should talk about for this episode. Edit it out. Okay. Josh, you never edit the pod. <laughs> I know, I just... You've uh, yet to edit this last one. Jesus so many, fucking Christ. So many... Ba- well, in fairness, I didn't send them my audio. Yet. Send them your fucking audio! <laughs> I literally had it queued up to send to Josh. It's on my Google Drive. I didn't call out a work Sunday and, just, and then get rejected and then get fucking drunk as shit to hear any of this. Okay. Look, I, I look. I got distracted. Put the but, the loaded yeah. gun in my mouth and slowly pull it and away. Talk, talk yourself out of it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, fun. Spooky season, everybody. Yeah. Uh, first, uh, I wanted to intro the pod maybe with a a bit that's been stuck in my mind all weekend. So on Friday, I just started like um, uh, we have like a at work we have like a phone prop or whatever, and so I kept. But it's just a banana. No, it's like a up to your face. it's like a rotary telephone or whatever, right? So, I was just like, it just started out as me picking it up and being like, "Hello, gay detective agency." <laughs> <laughs> I just kept do- I just kept doing so, it. So, so at this gay detective agency, yeah. are they detectives that just happen to be gay, or are they solving gay crime? Well, see, that's the question, Josh. You never find out because the guy who is me, um, it's like, "Hello, gay detectives." gay detective agency please hold right or um he'll transfer you to somewhere else like to the straight detective agency and it's always the same guy but it's just whatever you want right it's and i started just like going bananas with it like well hey there welcome to gay detective agency oh no retard incorporated's right next door yeah exactly yeah stuff like that like oh hello racist detective agency please (laughs) please hold you know, or like pedophile detective agency, or even better, racist pedophile detective agency. Anyway, um, that was a bit that I uh, uh, basically tortured my girlfriend with all weekend. Because oh, I so this just, I thought this was at work. No, I I did it at work a few times to myself, uh, and then, and when then my, instead of leaving it there, where it probably should no. have died a very quick death. One of my coworkers like was like, "What are you? What are you?" T-? <laughs> I was like, and I was like, "Oh, I tried to explain to him that I was pretending to be a gay detective agency, right?" And he was just like, he just found me and it amusing the way, same way you would find a child trying to un- grasp a concept amusing, like, "Oh, you're really trying, aren't you?" Right? Oh, you, uh, you and, think you're funny? You're trying to be funny? Yes, and I and I left it there because I was like, I don't want HR to get involved. Not again. Um, so, and then yeah so then my girlfriend came over and I was like oh well she can't call HR <laughs> she can't call anybody there's there's no 100 one. miles from we'll any soon, telephone we'll soon yeah. President, President uh, Lord Emperor Kamala is going to require an HR person in every home yeah. to mediate sex disputes between until the then, patriarchy until then I've got her completely isolated <laughs> no friends family anyone to speak of that she could reach out to so um I remember one time I was like, um, here, here's a little bit about toxic masculinity. Here you go. Ready? Okay. I was like getting drunk as shit and like, uh, a friend of the pod Lee came over and I was like, tr- I, I took a, a fucking bottle opener to like, uh, I don't remember what it was. And it was just one of those twist off ones where Lee grabs it out of my hand, like the beer and twists it off. And I was just like. Wow, I feel like a pussy now because yeah. I I just used the, automatically used the ball opener. Yeah. He was like, "Why?" I was like, "Why do you cool. feel like a pussy?" Because it's cool. <laughs> it's cool to do manual labor to open something. Yeah, I like it's like, oh man, I feel bad. I couldn't twist off. The, I couldn't read twist to open. You, like, know? you know what else twists off? A Mike's Hard Lemonade, and that contains like forty percent estrogen. So, dude. Oh my God. There's I, I knew a guy, no names, but there was a guy that like, and I think Josh might've been there for the, I don't know if you were there for the story, but there's this guy we used to make fun of because all he would drink are Mike's hard lemonades. And he drank, uh, he drank like seven of them and like passed out on the floor. Like oh that's how much God. of a lightweight this motherfucker was. Yeah. And it's like, I never make fun of lightweights cause it's like great being a lightweight. It's, it's amazing. Oh, once, yeah, it's so once my tolerance yeah. Went to shit. I'm so happy now. I can just drink like fucking 10 beers and be fucked up forever. Yeah. It's nice. Um, But he drank like seven of them and was like literally passed out on the floor. Like 
fucking hand on his head like, oh, I don't fucking know. Like, just fucked up. And he woke up and he threw up. And he was like, I'm never drinking again. He was like so hungover the next day. <laughs> Mike's Heart Lemonade. Of a Mike's Heart Lemonade. And I was like, well, you're not sick from fucking the alcohol. You're sick it's from the sugar. The sugar. Yeah. yeah, it's like like all of them have like, God, probably like 50 grams of sugar in them. Seven of those is like a whole day's worth more so than your car- carbohydrate intake. Well, it was like, you know, it, it's fine. Like, drink what you drink. Like, it's funny. to it's It was funny to make fun of him. But, like, me and, a, a, again, like, front of the pod, Lee, we were making fun of him for drinking Mike's Hard Lemonade. Because, yeah. like, we're, we would drink, like, <laughs> we would literally drink, like, pussy fruity drinks in front of him and still make fun of him for drinking <laughs> Mike's Hard Lemonade. Yeah, because, like, a pussy fruity drink at least has liquor in it, you know. Like, yeah. No, we'd get, like, a, we'd get, like, those fucking, um... Smearing off like oh, pre bottled yeah. things, and we'd Smirnoff. drink it and be like, Oh, you fucking pussy. Yeah, Smirnoff ice. Yeah. yeah, we'd be like, You fucking pussy. You drink like a fucking, um, like, like canned margarita or something, like just yeah. the gayest shit you those can put. So much sugar. Yeah. I, I enjoy one of those from time to time. Um, but yeah, I've actually. But no, they weren't. Yeah. They, he wasn't a man like me who just drinks a uh, water beer, Coors Light. Yeah. Right. Like a, the working man's beer. Well, it's when you want to be, you know, sauced up, but also hydrated. And there's nothing, there's no uh, better way to go with that, with that. That's like, I remember I knew a guy who also was talking about how uh, he was like, oh, this guy that I knew would drink PBRs. And I'm like, it, it does the fucking job. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, why are you, why are you bit like, you're going to go get your fucking gay ass voodoo ranger IPA or whatever. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Drink. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and then like be like, oh, my fucking artisanal beer or whatever. And then. You, you could go get like a 20,000 20, pack of fucking PBR for like two bucks. I remember they had this, uh, uh, for, for, it was $6 a pitcher of PBR at this yeah. bowling alley we used to go to, which is like cheap as fuck for a pitcher of beer, right? Like, obviously, it's like six bucks. It was every Tuesday night. And so we'd go and bowl on Tuesdays just so we could get like three fucking pictures of PBR. It just I mean, it's so fucked and if up. If you split it, if you split it, that's nine dollars. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I yeah, I uh I mean the most bender I went on recently was like uh me and Lee going to like Battle and Brew and we drank like I think we between us we drank four pictures. Like we drank two pictures each of like beer. Because we we split four pictures like evenly of beer. Dude that's economical. Um the I was so fucked up that night. <laughs> I don't even remember going to sleep. <laughs> I woke up and there was, uh, I was like, had the worst headache I've ever had. <laughs> That's yeah. the best when you don't remember sleeping. <laughs> um, the When I was in grad school, I would go to Tuesday night um, trivia at this pub uh, and they would have $4 pitchers of bush light. That, <laughs> um, again, if you're splitting it as two bucks, then you're spending basically per half. For like four pints of yes, beer right yeah. and you get half of that so that's you know whatever um thing with bush though is oh that no that's four you get it uh pitchers typically like eight pints or yeah, whatever. yeah yeah exactly so you get yeah, there you, you get four four dollars for four dollars you're spent or two two dollars two dollars yeah you're spending 50 cents a pint which is an irresponsible rather. amount of beer um <laughs> even bush light that's irresponsible um and uh the thing with bush though is that you really gotta like it past five minutes, that beer is basically becoming like tepid pond water. So you really got to drink it quickly. Um, contrast that with a guy. Uh, we He was like, uh, he was married to this girl who was like uh, my friend, Matt. I would go with him and his girlfriend, right? And she was friends with his girlfriend. And so this guy comes out, he's like six five, three hundred and twenty pounds, right? Just this l- lunking just hulking guy whose whole personality is like, I'm big. Um, <laughs> right. He was cool. I, I, he was cool, but still he was like, rawr, rawr. and then like we got there and he's like, Oh, can you bring me two beers at a time? He would drink two Stella's at a time. Yeah. That's expensive. It is. Exactly. I was like, it's expensive. Just get a picture of like, like whatever. I, I guess he just, like, see the most, what he wanted, the but. most economical way to, to like go to a bar and get fucked. Like if you're trying to get fucked up, right? Like if you're not just socially drinking, yeah. if you're kind of socially drinking, but just your main goal is to like not remember the night. Yeah. The <laughs> best way to go is you go, you say, I want a fucking Long Island iced tea. It's like yeah. everywhere. It's like, at it's like less than 10 bucks. And it's like, that is the most, like you drink three of those and you're just like 
fucked the rest of the night. Yeah. So and it tastes good. Yeah, it tastes good, and it's like you can sip on it just as much as beer. But like, you need three of those, and you're just fucked. And it's like twenty yeah. twenty five bucks maybe for three of them. Yeah. So anyway, drinking anyway, stories. That was uh, uh, well. We do have a theme for this episode. Other than that, um, driving drunk. Yeah, <laughs> being cool. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, there is a. I mean. You know, for me, this is a very special time of year. Uh, I don't really get excited about most holidays, uh, really. Uh, Christmas is fun because I get things. But um, as far as, like, enjoying the spirit of something, um, Halloween really is the uh, is the holiday I get excited about for that sense. Uh, the month of October rolls around. And, you know, I normally watch uh, quite a lot of scary movies. But this month, I try to watch one every single day. And uh, uh, I mostly have kept to that this month. Uh, every now and then I have to watch two in a day to make up because I just, you know, feel too tired at the end of the day to watch one. But in any case, um, and the day approaches. So I think, uh, you know, just it'd be fun to talk maybe a little bit about spooky season, what it means for all of us, you know, and some uh, some scary things that we enjoy uh, and some uh, scary movies we like and activities and all that. So that's the idea. Well, more, maybe a more wholesome episode here today. Uh, put the politics aside because, you know, even though they're the real horror, they're the real scary thing in the world. <laughs> that's, that's a, we should talk about some ghouls and goblins, you know, but um, yeah. So Cole, it. Um, it sounds like you're committed to watching basically a hundred percent horror themed or spooky themed movies yes during the month of october does this apply to your porn like are you watching casper the friendly ghost themed pornography now i'm trying to think if i've ever watched any porn that was themed after a horror movie i know that there's plenty of like oh a guy's broken in and he's gonna fuck her or whatever (laughs) or um stuff like that but i don't think i've ever actually watched like a horror themed porn video. I mean, if you consider some of like, I've watched some like hardcore BDSM stuff, that's pretty terrifying <laughs> <laughs> in certain aspects. Uh, I can't say I enjoyed all of it. In fact, uh, quite a lot of fast forwarding through like the, the bits where it's just like, I guess like the other girl is just going to like take a flail and beat the shit out of the other girl. And I'm like, I mean, I guess she enjoys that. I guess that's I like, why she's doing it. I like sometimes when you like scroll through videos or whatever and you you see on the comments, it's like people being like, I, how do people get off to this? It's like, why are you on this video? Like, yeah, exactly. why are you, why you cl- taking the time to just like chill like on X videos or whatever? Oh, oh well, here's uh, I'll, I'll actually, Matt, I had a moment like that where I did watch a video and truly wonder why do people get off to this? Um, did you comment midgets that? involved? No, 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 no. I literally was like watching. It's like if you if you just sort by new on like Pornhub or whatever, you'll get like these random Russian accounts that'll just like steal <laughs> porn videos from other sites and, and post them. Right. And that's like for, you know, uh, and so like the thing is, is because they're just posted with like a random assortment of like Russian letters, the, the suggested videos will be completely unrelated to it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm watching like some, you know, some like amateur porn video, uh, like, like, like lesbians, right. Uh, two ladies, I, I you know, enjoy a good because penises are gay. <laughs> well, it's, it's more just like when it's a dude in there, it's like, I don't know. It doesn't do much for me because it's all about like you. I'm gonna fucking pound her, and I'm just like, ah, uh, you know, I uh, doesn't. Uh, I don't, I'm not. I'm not into it. Right. When it's two ladies, it's like just more. It's like less. I don't know. The vibe's different. If I can explain it that way. What you're missing out on is see one dick. It's like two. Uh, two masculine. It's all centered about his pleasure, not hers. What yeah. you need two guys. two guys are the two guys fucking each other is the most loving thing i was i was gonna say josh you're probably not wrong about like that sort of thing it's also why i don't really like like mainstream like trans women and other women porn because it's like the similar vibe it's like it's uh, a trans woman who has a penis and so they shoot it watch trans yeah well, they like something like oftentimes they'll shoot it like it's just a hetero scene. I'm just like, 
that isn't What's the point. You exactly. Know? What what is the point? Yeah. Um, in any case, that's getting uh, you know we're getting uh, off on a tangent. This video, so I'm watching this, and I'm just like, I'll look at the suggestions every now and then and be like, oh, maybe further watching. And then I just <laughs> see like uh, a thumbnail of a man's penis and then a stiletto heel going into, into his it. penis. Yeah. Yeah. Have I said this before? No. I don't okay. think so. Have seen you seen those, this video? Uh, I've seen those thumbnails. Well, it's, and then I'm like, Gotta watch it. Okay. It's there. Um, and then I click on it, and then it's a video of a guy who is restrained. And it's like his cock is like isolated and it's a woman with like a stiletto heel. Right. And she's putting she's sounding him with her heel. Right. And this is going on. And I'm just like, OK, I've seen sounding before. It's I'm morbidly curious about it. I'll, you know, see this. And then she pulls her heel out and there's blood on it. And I was like, <laughs> excuse me. And then she keeps going and then there's more blood. And then he eventually comes and he comes a mixture of cum and blood. And I was like, well, that I got absolutely zero uh, enjoyment from that. But it, it was, I mean, as far as horrifying things go, that's a pretty scary thing. Yeah, I've seen. well, there's like, there's a line between <clears throat> like hurt, you know, hurting someone in, in a BDSM sense. Yeah. And then drawing blood. I think yeah. seeing blood or knowing that, that you're actually injuring another human being, it get, it goes from the realm of entertainment into mm. truly like... But that's the thing, again, about horror films. Like, you know it's not real in the, in this porn or, say, a snuff film or something on LiveLeak. Yeah. The horror of that is that it's real and that that man's dick is either permanently or for the next couple months fucked up and he's somehow enjoying it. <laughs> I would say, uh, I, I don't know how often in sounding that happens. Um, like I wouldn't be surprised if it's like, yeah, like you will draw cause these, like the, the urethra or whatever is just prone to whatever. Just, it's just like a sensitive, a bit of skin yeah, or whatever. Small, small I don't too. know about that, but um, like I wouldn't be surprised if it's like, oh yeah, it happens all the time. It's not a big deal. But for me, yeah, it is a big deal because yeah, you're not used to. to that. Well, yeah, because I've never. Well, I've been. Um, yeah, I've never uh, seen blood come out of a man's penis, uh, except in the movie Antichrist, which is a good one if you want to watch a man's. Uh, they show like a, a dick in Antichrist. There's a scene where Willem Dafoe. Who, fun fact, um, they used the penis double for him because the director, Lars von Trier, was like, Willem, your penis is distractingly large. Wait, wait, wait. This is Lars von Trier, the, the actual Nazi guy who, like, supports neo-Nazis? Let me talk Does about he support neo-Nazis? Or something – there's a very awkward interview where he comes out, like – I'm so Either sorry, as but a your Holocaust penis is too Or a white supremacist, something along those that, lines. The same guy. Does that make sense? I can find the. No, I can find the. None of his movies. Like I like that video. What's that other fucking Kraut's name? The filmmaker guy. Herzog. Yeah, the the video that you shared. I think yeah, it was where he was just like, like, I never speak French. I hate speaking French. I can speak French, but it's disgusting. He said yeah. you would have to put a gun to my head, and in fact, it happened when I was yeah. in Africa. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> where he got like uh he was like i got um kidnapped by like child soldiers Sold basically to- and he tried to talk to him and they said only speak french and he's like i then i spoke french then he was like but re- there was there was an actual gun to my head yeah. and i regret it every day I regret <laughs> it. <Yeah. laughs> which is yeah. fantastic yeah is yeah funny. so it was either a joke or he was being serious but he brings up hitler during melancholia's press conference like okay. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, it's on Reddit. Cringe. You can we can watch it later. But uh, yeah, yeah um, I've watched like at this point. I think I've seen uh, a good deal of his movies. I don't get the sense that like none of them seem to like push any sort of narrative like that. Again, it could have just been a very risky did, did he yeah. do what's that? Oh fuck! What is that like three hour fucking movie with Tom <laughs> Cruise is the the. Not melancholy. It's Tom Cruise is the, the uh, guy. No, um, he's like the uh, inspirational speaker guy, and he's like really fucked up. And it's like there's, it's just a bunch of like vignettes of like different characters and stuff. 
there's a cloud atlas there's like a scene where there's like frogs literally raining from the sky and it's like biblical and i'm not ringing a bell i don't remember i'll have to look it up but yeah anyway spooky spooky shit let's get back on on task welcome to your antichrist oh yeah yeah um uh, just recently I watched he did a, a movie well first of all Antichrist yeah Willem Dafoe large penis too distracting uh, but in the scene he gets his ball smashed by a block of wood and he and at the same time he ejaculates blood it's like he's getting jerked off by his wife who like you know like like her broad goes crazy and she smashes his balls as she's jerking him off and then he comes blood uh, and then she cuts her clit off anyway Oh, um, I just watched a film of his, um, uh, the house that Jack built, which is like a, um, uh, basically like a serial killer move. Like it's like centers on Jack. Who's a serial killer. Um, sort of recounting his, uh, like incidents in his life as a serial killer. Um, and it's like exploring like his psyche and like, I don't know. It's 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 phrased and and told in a way as if um, you know Jack is like descending into hell, and along the way he's speaking to like Virgil. Paul Thomas like, Anderson directed this movie called Magnolia. It's like three hours long, and it's okay. got like Tom Cruise, Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's got a bunch of people in it. Sorry. Anyway, continue. Yeah, but the yeah the movie is like split up as like he's talking to Virgil, who is leading him. It's like Dante's Inferno, kind of, but he's like leading him in, like, uh, through um, this extended metaphor of like, you know, the hell and all this stuff, and he's telling him about these incidents, which are like, um, I don't know, it's a good movie. I really, I really enjoyed it. But um, I, I like his movies, I guess, as like a filmmaker. Like he's done that um, Melancholia, which I wouldn't say is a horror movie. It's more like just depressing as hell. Uh, Antichrist and then Nymphomaniac uh, but that's not really horror related anyway uh, going beyond him um, does any of you want to like do a little showcase on like a horror movie you really enjoy and that just brings you into the Halloween spirit if you believe in that sort of thing well no for Matt it's the movie we're going to watch tonight which I've never seen but yes. Halloween 3 yeah yeah I um I want to talk about a movie that I recently watched, though, okay. which was, uh, and I've already talked to Cole about it, but Ginger Snaps. Yep. I actually really enjoyed that movie. Um, the girl in it who plays Ginger. Catherine Isabel. Yeah. She uh, she has a name. It's not the girl from Ginger Snaps' wife. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, she is actually in the show that I told you guys about that had a really shitty, like, anti-Marxist thing called The Order I found on Netflix. It's like one of those colleges where there's like a secret society and there's magic and shit. And yeah, she's the yeah. principal named Vera. But ironically, it's a show about <clears throat> this order uh, called the Knights of St. Christopher. And they are uh, people who wear. So like in that world, there's werewolves, but they wear like werewolf skins. So like werewolf skins are like magical artifacts. And basically what happens is it's kind of like a symbiote from like Spider-Man you like bond with the werewolf skin so you can like transform into the werewolf and you have like control of them and shit, but they, they stop like bad, like black magic or whatever. But yeah, ironically, <laughs> so they stop blacks, <laughs> black <laughs> magic, like, like our wealth redistribution, African American magic. Yeah. Um, but the thing is like Vera, so the girl from ginger snap, she is not a werewolf in it, which is, she's like kind of opposed at first to werewolves, mm -hmm. which is funny. But anyway, yeah. So ginger snap. So Cole puts me onto this movie and I saw the howling and I like the howling. I'm, I'm in a werewolf. We've been watching yes. nothing but werewolf movies. Next up is dog soldiers. I have yep. yet to see it, but I'm going to watch it. But the howling was good. I like the howling. Um, but, uh, the ginger snaps, I, I enjoyed that movie. Um, a lot because uh, unironically, it's nice to see like a female werewolf, right? You don't really see a lot yeah. of female werewolves, and it's like um, it's kind of interesting that instead of uh the werewolf being a metaphor for like the bestial nature of man, it's more like um she feels like a beast because she's going through puberty, like yes. she had her period, and it's very much like 
it's very much like a metaphor for puberty. Uh, yeah. And, so Ginger snaps. The main character is Ginger, and she snaps. That, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So she becomes a werewolf. The only thing I didn't like about it was that, like, uh, I and I've noticed this with modern werewolf movies. They always try and do this. They're like, oh, <laughs> Silver Bullet. What? Did you, did you see that on TV? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's more biological. It's like a virus, if anything. And I'm like, oh my god, are you serious? Like every where, like most werewolf movies that are like scoff at the silver bullet idea they're always like oh, you must have seen the wolf man that's so fucking retarded that you think that a silver bullet is the only thing that could kill these things yeah it's like well it's like literally a mythical creature so i feel like you know it's it, it makes sense like vampire movies will sometimes do the uh it the other way though where it's like oh a stake to the heart like oh yeah no that doesn't kill me like whatever like oh I, I don't care about christian iconography or or i don't have to be invited in. or, yeah it's yeah. like i'm just like invincible or whatever you have to like blow me up with a bomb or some shit but werewolves is like the other way where they like go make them like way less powerful where they're like oh yeah this werewolf you could kill it like a you fucking could, you could feral hit it, dog hit it, with a, hit, it, hit it with a car um yeah like um that's like a tendency of just like movies wanting to like wink at the audience a bit but like i've seen so many like that too that's like it's no um, longer really a wink yeah there's like one, yeah well yeah. the thing is like so i i read this like essay recently with uh, uh, david foster wallace where he's talking about it was in um what you call it i'm thinking of ending things right where he talks yeah. about tv and how there's like this ironic detachment from tv and he's like talking about how it influences fiction writing right people who grew up on tv um, right in this like ironic detached manner, which is like kind of postmodern, kind of not. It's like even like ironically postmodern. And I find that like with the werewolf movies, like there was a couple of movies that were, you know, that I've seen that were like, oh, well, you know, at first you go, okay, yeah, like it makes sense. Like it's a, like a creature or whatever. You can just kill it. Right. But like it gets to the point where you see enough of like, and I can't even imagine Cole. He's seen 20 billion. He's seen every horror movie ever. So mm-hmm. it's like the, the amount of times where it's like, oh, are you fucking stupid? Like, did you watch a movie? Like, yeah, it's, there- it's so annoying that like in every single werewolf movie, the wolf man exists as a property. Yeah. There's a, a movie called bad moon. Yeah, uh, where uh, the guy it's like a guy who um, gets infected and then he he gets infected like overseas. He comes home. He tries to like live a normal life or whatever. But he's like, yeah, he's turning. Every- also, they'll do the thing where it's like they turn every night. And I'm like that. No, it should be tied to the it's like the moon or it's like a permanent thing or whatever. Right. Like to me, it works as like uh, like a fixed event in their life that is coming and they can anticipate it and dread it or it's something that just changes them inherently as they like you know like in ginger snaps like she becomes more and more um you know this the beast right which to her um is synonymous with like entering a adulthood as a as a woman right yeah um but in bad moon it's like yeah he just changes every night and it's like okay that that sucks <laughs> but also he's like sitting on a couch with like his nephew um and and they're watching like a werewolf movie and the kid's like you got you got to kill her with a silver bullet and he goes oh in my experience a shotgun to the face would take care of it <laughs> yeah. uh, and then he gets Fucking killed sucks, and then dude. he gets killed by a German shepherd so. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say it would've been funny it, it would be funny if they put that on its head and he did get killed by a silver bullet no he gets killed by a german shepherd oh, the movie basically so is called bad moon but it should be called just the dog because the dog is the main character like none of those characters get any sort of development other than the dog and is the dog like talk like an animal movie no the dog is a german shepherd <laughs> so he just barks so this isn't like, this isn't like um homeward bound where like the animals talk. no the dog's lines are bark like that's what he does that sucks yeah it's I don't know. It was funny. That's what I'm saying. Like it's really funny though. Um, like in werewolf lore or whatever, uh, like in certain things, like werewolves have become kind of like this, uh, this kind of like like laughing. Like again, like it's kind of like things that it's kind of it, it's like in a world, especially like in America, the 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 stakes are so low if you could just kill it with anything. Yeah. Right. Because it's like everyone's got like well especially here, like everyone's got fucking guns. So it's like, Oh shit. Blah, blah, like fucking yeah. blow it away. Right. Um, I remember in like Buffy, they had like, uh, uh, 
Seth Green's character is a werewolf, um, Oz. And um, every time he turns, they just shoot him with a fucking tranquilizer and it just knocks his ass out. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that it, it it's so like, I think he's like silver is a, the thing you have to have to kill it. Um, uh, but like in that world, it, it's funny because like the, it doesn't really work on like vampires or whatever, like the tranquilizer, you know? So it's, mm. it's just kind of an interesting like, thing I, I i guess um but yeah like the the ironic detachment is just like it's so fucking stupid and like because i watched um american werewolf in london and then ginger snaps i saw two of those like in a row or whatever um by the way my favorite werewolf makeup was the full werewolf in american werewolf not not the transformation because everyone's like jizzes over the transformation which was good yes but the the full i, I like the he looked like a bears or something yeah 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 he was cool um, Which, like, if you, depending on what... That movie was kind of boring, but... It, it, it teaches their own. I, I like it. I like the, the way it conceptualizes, like, it, it presents a moral conundrum because it's like, you, you turn, <laughs> and but the people you kill are stuck in this limbo, right? Like, they're suffering because they died to you, a cursed being, and now they're cursed. And so it presents, like, do you have then a responsibility to either live a life of complete seclusion, right, completely, tur- like, shackle yourself off so you never hurt anyone, or do you kill yourself? I love the right. Scottish villagers in that. They're just like, get the fuck out of here and just go get killed by a werewolf. It's like, um, you uh, guys Matt, know. They're Welsh. Whatever, same shit. Um, same well, I was people. gonna say, yeah. Depending on your depiction, actually, like werewolves are like can are just kind of just big dogs. Like it depends on like where where it like originates from. Like, are they just like? Well, just, they have like yeah. a pentagram on the American werewolf, like the the tavern or whatever, and it like looks like yeah. it keeps it out. So, yeah. Which that place in Wales is like a real place too, which is pretty cool. Like in that le- in like that legend, I'm pretty sure is like drawn from like sort of the specific Welsh English idea of like a lycanthrope or whatever. There's this uh, in Penny Dreadful talk about like horror things. That's a great fucking show, by the way. If we're talking about like most influential like horror shit, like Penny Dreadful is a great one. But I've never seen an episode. Of it. Wow, yeah. it's fantastic. You should definitely watch the original Penny Dreadful. It's okay. three seasons, and it's it's great because in this like time of um, in this time of like everyone knows everything about every TV show. Like we know when the season's coming out, we know like how long it's going to go, how many episodes, whatever, who's returned, like all that shit. Right? Penny Dreadful pulled like a holy shit moment, and until until the very last episode, you had no clue it was the final season. So season three is the final season of Penny Dreadful, and they just fucking end it. And it's like no one knew until the last episode. Everyone's cool. like, wait, what the fuck? Like, it was That's incredible. Cool. Yeah. But there's a character in it. So it's it's the whole premise of it. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know. This kind of sounds dumb to say it like this, but it's kind of like the Avengers of like horror characters, right? There's like a bunch of characters and it's like there's Dorian Gray in it. There's like, there's, you know, uh, the monster Frankenstein. Frankenstein's like a main character. Um, it deals with like, demons and gods and vampires and the whole the whole premise is like of the first season is there's a rich like adventurer type guy whose daughter is a uh, mina harkness from dracula and he's trying to find her oh, okay he's like where does she go and like one of the other characters is like possessed by like a demon and she's uh she's uh ava green okay yeah. right and she's um she's great and she is trying to find mina with the uh the the guy well they they meet this american it's set in london right it's set in like victorian london and they meet this guy who is um i can't remember his name but uh he is uh he's the cowboy right he's like a gunslinger guy and he's protection against like the vampires right well later on you find out that he's at, the reason he's in london and he's traveling around is cuz he's a werewolf and okay it's really interesting he looks like the wolf man like he like he doesn't look like a like a wolf. He just kind of looks like the old like Lon Chaney. Isn't that who it is? Lon Chaney. Del Toro. No. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. He looks like that kind of the wolf. Wolfman. Man. It's 2008 film, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's like pivotal. Like him being a werewolf is actually like pivotal to the plot. He's called like Deus Lupus or whatever, like the Wolf of God. Okay. So it's really interesting that it's like this curse that he has, but it's also like you're the chosen one. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's often, yeah, it's often like, I, I don't know where like the idea of a werewolf being the antithesis, I guess, to the, to like, to like a vampire, like, like a Van Helsing, that movie, um, it's a um, good fucking movie. Let's let's it, be it, honest. Okay, everyone would, can I'm, shit on that movie, but it's a good fucking movie. I would movie. say it's good. I, I will say that they I... have an automatic crossbow. Are you kidding me? I will say that for a two-hour movie, I, I it's pretty... like It's like, <laughs> you know, it flies by. Fun uh, fact, the guy who plays Frankenstein in that movie, the Frankenstein's monster, yeah. from Kennesaw. Oh, he's cool. He went to KSU. Yeah. Frank Kennesaw, baby. Um, <laughs> that's his name, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, in that movie, it's like Van Helsing... Um, uh, like kind of like the idea is that he has to become a werewolf to kill Dracula, Dracula, and then he, then Kate Beckinsale gets like fucking, he kills her at the very end, uh, because hey, wait, yeah. Kate Beckinsale's in that movie? Yeah, I'm wow, sure. Underworld, I'm pretty sure Underworld alumni Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, yeah, Underworld too, which I haven't seen much of the Underworld stuff. I think when it was incredible, it was, incredible movies. Okay. Dude's dudes rock uh, movies definitely in the spooky season. It would be Underworld. Okay. I highly recommend it because it's it's a K Beck and Cell right hot okay yes. leather wet yeah shooting guns yeah. a lot of them and killing werewolves and shit. So it's like penetrating it's like, men. It's like the Matrix. Uh, there's a scene where like she un- unzips. You get to see a little side boob. K Beck and Sale. She's got blue eyes and it. it's cool. Yeah. It's a cool cool movie. And um, I uh, I watched that with. Uh, with roommate Kim and she, uh, she's just like, yeah, this movie's awesome. And I'm like, I'm so glad you like these. She's a dude's rock candidate, right? Kim is definitely like into dude's rock movies, but like, yeah, we will review her file. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll think about it. But, uh, awesome. The great, great fucking, there's like, there's a part where Bill Nye, uh, scoffs in it and it's incredible. He has an incredible scoff. (laughs) (laughs) I loved you like a dot. (laughs) 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 Yeah. He's great. He's great as those characters. <laughs> also, a uh, great performance. Um, Bram Stoker's Dracula, right? You ever see Bram Stoker's with Dracula? With Keanu Reeves. With yeah. Keanu Reeves. But there's uh, Gary Oldman's Dracula in it. And there's like a great line from him that I, I quote all the time. Where he's like, they're like, oh my God, when they see him in his Dracula form. And he's like, look what your God's done to me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Okay. <laughs> I just remember uh, Fright Night. It's a great fucking movie. Great vampire movie. Um, it's about a pedophile vampire who... The best kind of yes, vampire. Who like... Um, it's also a great line in that movie where um, it's like uh, one... It's like the idea being it's like a vampire next door, right? This kid sees this guy basically being a vampire. It's a metaphor. And he figures it out. Uh, yeah, he sees him being a pedophile <laughs> and he figures it out. And he tell, no one believes him because he's a kid and the guy's like affable and charming. People like him. His mom wants to fuck him, right? Like yeah. with every pedophile. Right. And um, his like young, his girlfriend who is like very kind of chaste doesn't want to like do it with him yet. She gets seduced by the vampire because again, pedophile. Um, and one of his friends uh, gets turned by the, the vampire, right? Groomed, you might say, um, and turned against him. And there's a scene where, like, his friend, now vampire. He's like, oh, hey there, I'm a vampire. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and come on over? Yeah. Tries to kill um, this guy. And then um, this this guy who's like this um, Christopher Lee type, he, like, starred in a bunch of vampire movies. But now he's kind of washed up. Um, but he's helping the kid right against this vampire. And then, you know, uh, fr- a turned friend shows up, tries to kill him. And then the guy like, um, takes a crucifix, and, like burns his face. And the kid's like, Oh, ah, Oh, the master will kill you for this. Not quick, but slowly. So slowly. And I was like, that's a, that's a great line. <laughs> Yeah. Joshua, any uh yes. Yeah, Josh, so we've been talking about There's, a bunch there's of two IPs I want to talk about. Uh the first one, more relevant one, because the second season just came out. Um I just finished the first season of The Haunting of Hill House. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. again in the theme of uh scary TV shows, that one, um have you seen it, Matt? Yeah, Hill House. Okay. Yeah. That one, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I was actually genuinely scared. And I don't like scare easily. Mm-hmm. Um I will hold my breath from time to time during movies. This one, like, I was watching it with my girlfriend. I was jumping in her lap. Like, please save me. Please save me. It's too fucking scary. Because, like, yeah. like, again, people people complain about jump scares and stuff. But 
I, I, jump scares generally freak you the fuck out sometimes, and well, they're very yeah, well done in this show. If they're uh, built up to and earned through a combination of like, uh, yeah, like it's if they're like the the ones people tend to complain about are the ones where it's like, oh, the girls in the bathroom and she like. Uh, closes the door and then like our cats in the reflection she goes ah! you know and it plays this loud stinger that's supposed to like yeah it's startle mostly you. just the music that like yeah or like um my favorite the is exorcist like, do you ever yeah. see the exorcist there's one jump scare in that movie and it's like the scariest part and it's where they're just sitting there and the telephone rings yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the only scary yeah. i was like what the fuck like it was the only scary part of that movie i, I like watched it and yeah. i was like whatever um this movie's kind of gay but i i love the exorcist um, uh, you know, maybe it's a bit above, uh, you know, a normie brain. Uh, anyway, <laughs> no, see, I, I love it. You can't say the, that because I love the Vavitch, and it's like yeah. that's that is definitely like pretentious. I know, like I know, I was being like black coach yeah. daughter. Yeah, I was good ass movie. I was being yeah um, uh, obtuse. Uh, but um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, like like uh, my favorite in like shitty horror movies is when like someone's standing. And then, like, their friend goes up and just grabs them and, like, turns mm-hmm. them around and it plays the blah. And it's like, who the fuck does that in real life? If you, like, it's like, and it's not like a situation. <laughs> I scared you right, you fucking yeah. idiot. <laughs> but sometimes it's not even that. Or it's like, it's not even a It's that character that gets yeah. killed while he's pissing. Like, that's the, the character yeah. that does the jump scares. The, hey, come on, man. Like, it's not fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> that no, I, I call that character the character who like scares people and plays. He's breaks. a little too quirky. He's like kind yeah. of fat. He's oh like oh he's, Matt. The, he's oh the guy Matt. that wears the, the the flannel over the white t shirt with the the cap slightly tilted. Wears like weird tie dye colors or whatever. Oh Matt, the, the, this character uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Three has a character who captures that. To, like in capped it, it is like it's like one of the, where did you guys go <laughs> it's too dark to see i should have brought a flashlight but i was i said it was gay to have a flashlight <laughs> it's like someone <laughs> it's like those producers in this movie in friday 13 part three it's like they took a crystal ball and they saw two things in the future they saw 3d is a thing and incels exist and so they created a character who was like a proto 80s nerd incel who is like just everything you just described matt like he plays pranks on people yeah including the prankster like, character that yes, deserves which, to die who i i refer to the, this character as an accomplice right because he literally in this movie he acts as a red herring and allows jason it's a character that they're like like they hear like scraping and they're like, quit fucking exactly, around, exactly. man. And they open the door and it's like that guy is like, they're like, okay, stop playing with I us. And they touch him. This word for word. It happens word for word. <laughs> word for and fucking word. like a word. knife in their back or something. The, what, that word for fucking word that happens. <laughs> like like so many times, like, Shelly, knock it off, man. <laughs> Shelly. And it's just Jason just fucking chops their head off. Like Shelly <laughs> opens the door and she's like, Stop messing around. He has like his fucking throat is slit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, ah, none of what are your stupid pranks. And then Jason, like, it's just, he, he, like, Jason kills like three quarters of them because this fat idiot kept playing pranks. Right, right, yeah, so yeah. everyone just assumed it was him the whole time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! You love you love that character though, and, and then there's the of course the whore. There's the whore, and then her boyfriend. Well, that's what. So Shelly tries to get with one of the girls, and like they're having a good time. Like she, like they go to like this gas station, and there's these bikers <laughs> there, and like Shelly like pulls a smooth move, and like like run, basically actually tries to run one of them over. <laughs> but um, and she's like, oh, you're kind of cool, you're funny, yada yada. And then later he's like. I want to fuck you. And she's like, oh, I don't see you like that. He's like, why does no one, why does no one like me like that? I never get the girl or whatever. And then he like, uh, terrorizes her <laughs> with another prank. And so she says, Shelly, fuck you. Right. And then of course, Jason kills her two seconds later. Right. Like she's standing there looking at him like Shelly, knock it off. And then Jason shoots her through the fucking eye with a spear but see, gun. Hill House doesn't have any of these characters. Yeah. Continue. Joshua. Yeah, no, they, <laughs> they do a very good job. It feels very original. The, the jump scares, feel earned except for one there's one i can think of i didn't like that was towards the end yeah and it, it felt very original very scary um i i love the idea of 
the the house that's what's haunted like mm-hmm. it's not you know or was it or was it or we were we the haunting the whole time yeah i do <laughs> like i do like how it it builds it up and of course you have i, I like how they experiences as children and it was so traumatic they almost forgot about it. it's kind of like the it from it yeah, where the yeah, kids yeah. They leave and the magic kind of fades. We call it magic for the mm-hmm. sake of reference, but the magic fades and it kind of wipes away. But then they return to the house and it all comes flooding back. I really enjoy that concept, yeah. uh, which is really well done. In it they also bring that sense into Hill House. Um, there's that really hot chick who's like the one that can. There's touch, a few really hot chicks. Oh, the, t- the, touch Theodora, things and yeah. like, oh, like experience psychic powers. Or whatever. She's, yeah, um, well, she has. She has like. Em- uh, not not telepathy, telepathy, but like she's an empath. She's an empath, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like she kind of forget. Everybody forgets why she wears it. Like yeah. they're like, well, that's just Theo. We never question. That's why. like my fucking. That is my like dream girl right there. Like emotionally unavailable. So, like black hair, right? Yeah. Is she gay? Yeah, Theodora. Oh yeah. Yeah, she's banging the super hot uh, Asian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's my type. Yeah. She like fucks whatever like sisters like bridesmaids like yeah it's great. But I like I like how each episode building up kind of focuses on a single character and then uh, you know t- time again like how it sh- the movie should have been it interla- interlaces uh, being a child oh, yeah, what yeah, happened I in agree. the house yeah. and then what happened as adult basically it's just it but done better as a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also got yeah, what's her name Gina. What's her name? I, I don't the know mom. any of the actor or actresses. Oh, the, the mother. Mom. Yes, who's in Gerald's game. Fucking the hottest she's ever looked. Very hot, yes. Honestly, I'm like, I've never wanted to bone like a 45-year-old woman as hard as her, though. I really yeah. I really enjoyed the, the reveals because you find out that, um, you know, there's all these questions. There's a lot of questions mm. in the first couple episodes, like, who's the bent neck lady? What's really going on in the house? Like, what's the... What's the real terror here? And then, and then it gives you answers, and it feels like it actually built up to those. And there's a payoff. And I, I, I kind of really like a fucked that. up dysfunctional family too. Like it's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know the brother is a the younger brother who it's he's such an innocent child, and you're like, how could this child, who's maybe seven or eight in the in the flashbacks, turn into you know this heroin addict? And you're like, oh. Okay, I understand. Yeah. I understand right, yeah. why Netflix really excels at that because that's a lot of the Umbrella Academy too. Is really, like, yeah, is, uh, a bunch of fucked up like family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen any of it. Umbrella Academy. Yeah, um, I mean, first, I mean, you got to give credit to, I mean, the source material, um, Haunting of a Hill House, Shirley Jackson's an excellent book, and the series like. Um, you know, Mike Flanagan, who who directed, create basically is sort of like the, uh, you know. The, spearheaded this project he's done um quite a he's done a few movies a few projects um some that i've really liked like hush i really like i really like and enjoy that movie um oculus i like bits also of that. sad yeah. really sad mm-hmm. show like it, 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 it wasn't Again, like a horror yeah. it wasn't like a traditional horror movie sad it was very like bittersweet and like actually made me cry like i mm-hmm. like like ginger snaps was sad because of like of course like the ending is just like a very sad like yes. moment but fucking like hill house was actually like a instead of like a ooh like the the house like Ooh, we're all spoopy or whatever, and like it's sad because we're killing everybody. It was like a really genuine like moment of like uh, it, sacrifice it's sad because you realize yeah. that people's lives are ruined. You know, relationships were broken. People died as a result of this, and yeah, I, I think that's why it feels so refreshing and unique to a lot of other properties. Is that the horror was was done well, but it wasn't necessarily the only thing it was resting its laurel. Yeah. And, and Mike Flanagan does well with like I think Oculus has uh, aspects of that. Like the, the, it's a movie too about a sort of the like kids um, who grow up in a dysfunctional household uh, and then are sort of uh, remembering, revealing what happened to them as they in the in the present as adults try to deal with it. Um, but also he's done like like it's- Doctor Sleep was kind of pretty pretty bad, um, and. 
so like he's not like he's not a hundred batting a hundred percent. Well, I, um, yeah. didn't uh, King he had a lot of like creative control over Doctor Sleeper, right? which is the problem, right? Because, right. because like he's, he does his best work in a Coke fueled nightmare. King does King's best work as like being involved with stuff. I think is just writing. Um, cause creep show, um, uh, is like a fantastic movie. One of the best horror anthologies ever made. And Stephen King was a screenwriter for that, for that film. Um, but uh, past that though, past that and like acting and famously the hated the Kubrick shining. Yes. So, yeah. Because it, he didn't get to have his grubby mitts all over it because right. if, if King had like, uh, like bit, had, cr- had that much creative control over it that he did with like Doctor Sleep. I don't think it would have been nearly as good. We we know this because there's a TV version of The Shining that King had total control over, and it sucks shit. Like there's just like some like uh, adaptations where it is best that the author just has it taken from them, right? Because they like you know there there are things that are hard to shake from them. Like oh, the book is this way in my mind, so. It must be this way on t on on. Have you seen Bly Manor? No, I'm I'm a Liz and I. So what Liz had already seen, my girlfriend had already seen Hill House. Hill House. Okay. Uh, with her ex, and then I joked around like, "Oh, oh, the only reason she's like, well, I want to watch Eskimo Brother. (laughs) I want to watch Hill House." And so I was like, "Oh, I get it. You like." You started dating me just so you could eventually entrap me and rewatch Hill House because she said it was too too scary to watch by herself. And I agree. I would never probably watch it by myself. I didn't find it scary. I I remember from what I like me watching it, I felt thought it was more like psychological. But maybe maybe I was too like invested, like actually, you know, letting uh, in a sense of uh, belief that this was real kind Mm -hmm. of thing, like let myself go. And that's how I could get really into it. but no, I, my girlfriend and I were going to now go ahead and watch the second series. Yeah, which anthology. everything I've heard about that is that is um, good in its own right, but it's not the same. It's not in the same vein as. Yeah, Hill I actually House, loved really. it. So, okay. Bly Manor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She cried. She said so. So, yeah, if you haven't seen Hill House or Bly Manor, there's available on Netflix right or now. Or Creep Show. You can watch that. I own it on Blu ray, so DM me. <laughs> yes. So, Cole's um, coming to your house with a this, uh, Blu ray or a gun. Actually, thinking of two other properties, but the, the second one, I, I, it's been so long since I've seen it, but I think it's a really well done horror film that I haven't seen repeated is The Descent. Okay. So, the concept is very um it's kind of everyone's fear you have you seen the descent uh, it's a 2005 british horror film where you have these uh women spelunkers women the yeah. horror is the women being no but the, the sp- horror is a woman being in charge of a trip yes <laughs> which it all goes wrong terribly wrong yeah but there's these spelunkers that they're going on a caving trip and being someone who is like claustrophobic, my worst yeah. fear is going underground into tight, tight places. So that alone brings a scent of like heightened fear and anxiety. But on top of that, they realize that this unexplored case is, of course, they get stuck. Like they go in the cave. There's like, yeah. oh, there's a cave in and we can't get out the way we came. But it's there's like, a way. And there was one of those moments where the light falters and they're like, <laughs> of course, of course. Yes. But the, the scary part is that there are like humanoid monsters of cave people Bleh. that yes. live in these caves. So the, the, terror, isn't, of- the terror isn't just. Oh, they're we're trapped underground. Trapped in the underground, which is already scary as fuck. Yeah, it's we have cave people trying to eat us. Yes, cannibal cave people. Oh, yeah. Okay, like cool. the yeah the yeah the the premise the idea is that they are uh, on top of everything is that their friend is sort of like they're all spelunkers they all do this together uh-huh. and their friends like okay this is like whatever anniversary they haven't been a while some. You know, uh, some drama between them. Marital right? problems. Marital, uh, yeah. Great, whatever. great background for a yeah. horror movie. Um, and so they're all friends getting back together for this trip, and they're and they're lead friend wants to make this special, so she just picks an unexplored system and tells them that it's a 
that's the system, right? So they they go in, they of course get trapped, and then they're like, okay, we'll just give us the map and we'll. Honestly, it out. every <laughs> horror movie about thrill seekers, they deserve whatever. Oh yes, because thrill deserve, seekers are yes. so gay. Like those people who like fucking hang glide or whatever. Those people are gay. Yeah. Um. Anyone, anyone who is like, oh yes, hey man, you want to know what like a cool fun time is? Let's fucking go into this cave. Yeah, like yes, cool. This, I can play PlayStation. This uh, thing that has emerged through uh, a series of just natural accidents, uh, through erosion or whatever. Yeah, let me just wedge myself in there. Um, there's this, Josh. If you uh, if you ever want to just like totally wig yourself the fuck out, uh, read the story of this kid in Utah who went into a, a cave system and got himself trapped in a crevice that uh, he was trapped upside down with just his feet sticking out of it. And he was trapped in there. Um, uh, I mean, until he died, but um, like the, like in such a way that like, like rescuers tried to get down there to him and he could talk to them. Right. And so they're like, all right, we're going to try to like winch him out of here by his legs. They couldn't do that because all his blood was pulled in his head. So he screamed oh, yeah. in pain anytime he touched him and they're like, okay, fuck it. We're just going to have to like yank him out. I'll break his legs, but it'll save his life. Right. They, they, they 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 get they get the winch system in place. They start to pull them out, and it's working right. And then it all breaks and shatters, and like uh, the kid gets like basically like dropped back into the crevice <laughs> and dies. Mr. Magoose. <laughs> <laughs> like, what I mean, was the other? So I feel like you've told me the story. Was there another person that went to the same cave and got stuck? Yes. Uh, prior to him, there had been other people who had died wow. in the cave, and it was it took until this kid gets stuck in there for fifty four hours or twenty four or twenty eight hours or something that the Utah finally hours. yeah the Utah finally was like oh, yeah I guess we shouldn't have this fucking cave system open where people get die in a, the most it's honestly it's honestly place. that cave system is God's punishment for Utah being Mormon or or it's God's punishment for anyone. Thinking, yeah, this this thing that is uh, uh, designed that I'm supposed it's like it's like people are like you know what uh, I went down there and I've been stuck before but you know I went I got myself out and I said I was determined to go further it's like it's like people who die fucking skydiving it's like yeah. what the fuck do you expect to happen being afraid of this place is good for you being I just afraid want to be a fucking thrill seeker dude. Go go thrill seek in the fucking kitchen, bitch. Play uh, a video game. Play Dark literally, Souls. <laughs> literally, just watch a movie. You stupid yeah. cunt. Anyway, what was the set? What was the other? Other kicks. Yeah. The other IP is, um, and we're getting close to the end here, so we'll we we'll make it, it short. Um, is a movie that Cole showed me two or three years ago during Halloween spooky season, mm-hmm. and that is the low budget horror film Creep. Oh yeah, yeah. On Very yeah. well done. I've never seen it or heard of it. Mm-hmm. Predator horror. I don't know what would you. How would you categorize creature? It? Creature horror. It's, it's almost found footage. Almost. Yes. It's very interpersonal. Um, Can you believe yeah. that the predator? Right. The 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 sound that the predator makes. The clicking. Yeah. The guy who did that. I, I didn't know this, but apparently he goes in and they're like, "Hey, we're designing this movie about this like alien who's going to hunt hunt these people in a jungle." Yes. And he's like, can you do the voice? And he's like, well, what the fuck does it look like? And they're like, we can't show you that. And he goes, <laughs> well, you're going to have to show me because I need to know what the fuck like the thing looks like so I can make like an appropriate sound. They just want like a sound for it. So they go and like the, the they're like, well, fuck, let me get approval. So they have to go through so many channels to get approval. And then finally they show him this rough sketch of what the predator looks like. And he said that it looked like like a, like a crab, right? Yeah. The, 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 the mouth and everything. Like when he saw him with the, the mask off. Right? Yeah. And so he was just like, got it. And then goes in the fucking booth and just does a little fucking clicking sound. Perfect. And then they're just like, yeah, that's what, the, what he sounds like. And they're like, great. And that's just like the famous fucking predator sound. It just comes from this, <laughs> awesome. this fucking voice actor being like, looks like a crab. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't need to be complicated. Providence. Dude. So creep is about this. Oh, it's um. So, what I I forget. It's about a four chan user. Who, the actor's name. Craigslist. Oh, well, the actor's name. We'll we'll figure it out. It yes, but the idea is that like Sam it's, Worthington. Um, yeah, Sam Worthington. Um, oh God. It's like this guy gets hired to come to this sort of eccentric person's house. 
Well, he, 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 accept, he accepts a, a Craig, like gig a Craig, off Craigslist. Which is like, I'm dying of cancer. Can you come and like film me as I go throughout like sort of my final days so I can leave it for my son, right? Okay. But then as the day progresses, it basically this guy is like lying about everything. Mm-hmm. And he starts to like kind of push this other guy's boundaries. Like he's like making him videotape him in like the bath and stuff. And he's like saying all this stuff that's like, you know, all this shit, right? And then it kind of culminates with the guy being like so weird out. He tries to like leave and the other guy's like not letting him. And there's like a scuffle and the guy eventually leaves, right? And, uh, and then the preceding bit is just this this like continued infringing on this other guy's privacy and like and like making him feel unsafe and just like basically forcing an interaction between the two of them, right? Uh, and then uh, they do. Well, I don't want to tell you the whole thing. Yeah, don't I don't guess. spoil it. But the, spoil but the idea is that it's this guy, this creep, right, who is taking advantage of this other guy being a nice guy is kind of the idea, right? Is that he's nice, he's patient, he's all these things. And that allows this other guy to just push his boundaries, push his buttons Mm -hmm. a bunch. Right. Um, and it's the, uh, to me, the, the scary bit of it is that it's like, yeah, it's just this, um, uh, very like just visceral, uh, depiction of someone being taken advantage of. Uh, I, I, which is why I enjoy it. And just like the performances too, like um, uh, it's, and it's and like very minimalistic, like mm-hmm. not, not a lot like, uh, like effects or anything like that. It's just very sort of like just these two people, you know, have, directing. Have you guys ever seen, I, I kind of want to, I'll finish up with this. Have you guys ever seen, well, the most influential horror movie on me, I just have to say is the original Halloween. I love the original Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's like my favorite, it's my favorite horror movie of all time. Yes. Um, but I also want to say, uh, what was it? Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. You ever see that one? Nope. Yeah, I've seen it. Okay. So that one has a very interesting ending. I thought I've never seen the original. Right. Yeah. But the ending of Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead is like they, (laughs) so like there's that moment in horror movies where you kind of like get through and you're like, yeah, we've either all died or like we've defeated the monsters or, or whatever. And I, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of zombies anyway. So it's kind of weird that I, I thought about this movie while we were talking, but there's a point in it where they're like, Hey, we heard there's an Island that's like, and yeah. it's like zombie free. So let's get to this Island. And the ending of the movie is them getting to the Island. Right. And that's it. That's the end of the movie. But during the credits, this was what was interesting. During the credits, there's just fucking overrun with zombies. Yeah, yeah. And they're all running away. Like, what the fuck? It's like found footage, like them running away from running away from zombies zombies and just like getting massacred, which is like, it's a very interesting, like ending premise, like of a movie was like, oh, um, you know, we finally got away from the zombies. But I don't know if that happens in the original or not. But no, no, no. The the original, they're completely different films. Yeah, that that was really share a name only. That was really cool. I thought was like the whole like we've made it with like like the, the ending of the film is them making it. But then the fucking credits are like them just getting massacred which I've, I've never I've never really seen that before oh Zack Snyder's a shitty filmmaker or whatever yeah say I, what I, you I, want to about that movie but like that I thought that was an interesting yeah. premise also I, last I, last I, bit sorry I hate that movie that's fine front to back hate it uh, last movie you ever see that movie it's got I think it's got Frankie Muniz or whatever and it's that video game movie you ever see this movie <laughs> yes 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 stay yes. alive yes stay that alive. movie's fucking awesome that, that is, movie that is tight that rules. shit fucking oh my god so, d- during that was always on sci-fi during Halloween yes, it, it's it, probably yes. on right fucking hell like, I guarantee you in fact and, I'm going to look it up and that movie so fucking tight it's about so the main premise is like this this guy, he works for this company and that like his boss is like into horror games. Right. Which is a very, very niche. Like being into horror movies is kind of like uh not really that niche. It's kind of like more mainstream or whatever. Horror games, horror games is kind of like a niche, like sub genre, like just literally only playing horror games. So this yeah. guy would be like, Oh, like, how, you know, how do you beat Silent Hill 2 or whatever? Like God mode or, you know, to, to, I think it's Frankie Muniz, right? That's the guy. Yeah. So he'd, he'd be like, so he finds his game. 
And it's this cursed game, right? It's kind of like the fucking that one movie with the cursed videotape or whatever. But it's a cursed. The ring, yeah. It's a I cursed. Was say Jumanji. A cursed game, <laughs> right? And so it's. I think it's called Stay Alive, yes. right, or something like that. Yeah. And it's like you play the. You have to play this game, and if you die in the game, yeah. like you die in real life, right? Which has been done a billion times. But this is the first one. Don't fucking fight me on this. It's factual. This is the first movie that's ever done that. I I wouldn't be surprised. And it's like a, you well, play it on like PlayStation. But the greatest thing is like there's this part where they're like fucking man like fucking people are dying like fuck this we're not playing and then there's like oh shit you gotta play bitch because like your character still is like in the game world or whatever so like this like vengeful demon spirit or whatever is gonna like fuck you up if you don't play the game it's a great great mid 2000s oh yeah yeah playstation 2 like a product of this time oh such a good movie but yeah um i was like literally just from a a cursory thing Uh, apparently brain scan is a movie from 1994 with a very similar plot fake but fake um, news well the thing is though it's like i imagine it's uh, the different eras. So, like 1994, you're just getting into like 3D graphics type stuff. Whereas 2006, that's like you're nearly to the point of like the Xbox 360. So, like, that's like peak horror movie. Like, yeah. honestly, it was 2006 era. Like, we're post, we're in a post 9 11, post Jeepers Creepers yes. 1 and 2 world. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we're like in peak horror movie territory. Like yeah. All the horror films have Arab or Middle Eastern. No, all of them are like, movie. like, it's like, smack dab and that like it looks like a WWE produced yeah, like yeah they movie. all do like, like, it's, it's like such a it's like it, it's incredible though. I mean WWE it's such a, has a section of their studio devoted to there's also. definitely like mean, an do. extreme born like-esque close up of the guys playing the games like fucking chugging a Mountain Dew or something I yeah. swear to god like that movie's incredible anyway long story speaking long of, the last thing uh, speaking of video game movies the best one will always and forever be Gerard Butler's 2009 film, The Gamer. 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 No, it's just Gamer, Josh. Not The Gamer. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus Have Christ. you seen that, Matt? Is that the one where he's he is a, a guy like it, it's where that you take control of real people or something? It's no, it's one where he plays. It's like if you seen VR, those like right? games where, it's where like, Gerard Butler plays it's video like games on the on the Never margins happened. of a website. It's like a suck and fuck game. It's, that's what he does. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a what's that suck and fuck VR game? Uh, Your stepmother will make you come. That's oh, what he, okay. yeah. That's what he does. Yeah, but yeah. It's very weird. Got horrible reviews. My cousins would get obsessed with movies and they watch them three or four times in a row. Yeah. So I've I've seen Gamer like five times but in one <laughs> night. <laughs> that's that's a, the real horror story, folks. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. They dude. loved Gamer. That's I incredible, just, dude. Oh, oh, speaking of fucking video game movies, last thing, I last swear to thing. God, last, last thing. Silent Hill, actually, really fucking good movie. We watched that together. Yep. You show me it. Such a good movie, yeah. So anyway, that's it. That's the pod. All right. Happy Spooktober, everybody. Ah!